Resident frequency. Resident frequency. Yes. Resident frequency. Resident tuning to your neighborhood. Resident. Tuning to your neighborhood. Re resident frequency. Resident frequency. Sorry, what? Resident frequency. What do you want me to say? Resident frequency. Resident frequency. Tune into your neighborhood. Tune into your neighborhood. Resident frequency. Tune into your neighborhood. <laughs> Cherry Hinton Road. Cherry Hinton Road and Hills Road. Cambridge. Cambridge. The Mark. Cherry Hinton Road. Cherry Hinton Road. Cambridge. Cherry Hinton Road. Mark House. This is a lovely, lovely area. Most people have an idea in their mind of what they're looking for. So you can't sell someone something that they don't want. So if they say, I want a three bedroom house, you can't sell them a three bedroom flat because they've already set it in their mind. What you can sell is the idea of living in this block or that block and you can sell the advantages great advantage of this location where we are now and it's not just the markets anything within sort of half a mile of here is a proximity to the station to the city center and to Addenbrooke's hospital hello okay. i'm mark wood partner at carter jonas we're currently sitting in my office which is on the corner of Cherryington Road and Hills Road, opposite Cambridge Leisure. We're the commercial ground floor element of the Mark building. The building was constructed about four years ago. Above ground floor, it is all residential. The ground floor is predominantly commercial. Underneath the building is parking. We're talking of one, two and three bedroom apartments. They range in size. The penthouse on the very top floor is a very large apartment over uh, two levels and then we come right the way down to one bedroom flats that are going to be around 500 square feet which is the normal size for a one bedroom flat so there's quite a range uh, it's just a developer in this scheme did put a very good specification in mainly because they were aiming market-wise at people who may be commuting to London because we're at the proximity of the station and it was felt that that type of buyer might want the granite worktops, the named appliances rather than cheaper appliances, so on and so forth. 30 years ago, a block of flats wouldn't have been as tall as the blocks of flats today. They'd probably been maximum three or four storeys. They'd probably have a lot more open space around them. And they'd probably be predominantly two and three bedroom rather than the smaller units. So that has changed. And you may say that the other thing that possibly has changed the dynamics the fact that lots of flats are purchased by investors and you could say that having tenants that are in for six months to a year perhaps haven't got the interest to actually build up relationships we're only here for six months we'll just get on with everything and then we'll move on to our next rental property so I think if you went 500 yards south of here and you go into the, the predominantly Victorian streets, I think you'll find that there's more of a neighbourhood community there. A few reasons, because you, your front doors are next door to each other, you have gardens that are next door to each other, but a lot of the people there are starting to be young families. So I think we've got two different distinct areas. We've got the flats and then we've got the houses, which predominantly in this area are older there's a bit more of a community than in the flats that are only 20 yards away from the houses. I think it's just the dynamics of flats as opposed to houses. Are you alright? Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
91 apartments here. And I'm on first name basis with everybody who lives here. We have a like quite friendly chats about you no, know, not just the building, but their personal life, my personal life. You know, it's it's quite a friendly place because this is the main reception concierge of, of the building. This is the main contact point for everybody. I'm uh, Mr. Clem Hellier. I'm the building manager, head porter for Mark House, sitting at the concierge front desk. Our main duties are to look after the communal areas of the whole building. That is, high looking after residents, uh, taking in parcels, messages, emails for all the um, private residents. Here, sat at the front desk in the mornings from 7 till 10 o'clock and in the evenings we're here at the front desk to meet and greet residents and any problems they've got, we're here to help. I'm originally from Essex, South End on Sea, and I was in the pub restaurant trade for nearly 30 years. I come out of it in 2012, and if I'm honest, I did miss it for the first couple of years, but now, no, I don't miss it at all. I enjoy like the Monday or Friday, I've got weekends off, when I was in the pub trade, I worked every Christmas, every New Year, so I've got a bit more of a quality life now. Sure, check The majority of it is a work focus, but there are some people here who are actually retired here, so that's why I'm saying it's such a mixed age group, but the majority of it is people who actually work and commute from here. Most of the people who live here are professional, I think a lot of the time they are just buried in, in their work. Uh, they're up early. Most people, when I'm down here, I'm here at half past six in the morning. Most people are going to work or already gone to work, and a lot of them don't come back till seven, eight o'clock. So a lot of them don't have time to mix or with each other. Um, but saying that, I know they, they have got a personal life. They do go out and enjoy themselves. Even the younger people that I've uh, met here and who are living here at the moment, they are like either qualified to be doctors or they've actually qualified and they are doctors and most of them are about, I would say, an age group of 27 to 30. I think that's the main reason that what they like about it because they know they can just go to work, they know the apartment's safe, it's secure, any parcels, messages, emails come to us. So um, the fellow you just met, his other half, she's a fully qualified doctor. I think she's about 29, been here since day one for the last three years. Okay. Does really long shifts. So should we start here, the balcony? Uh, got some veg growing a little bit. We've got some chard and some beetroot and then we've got a bit of garlic and some herbs over there and then hopefully later on we'll plant a few more things once it warms up a bit. But you, don't, you don't get a huge amount of sun here because it's the wrong side but you get a few hours in the morning so we'll see how successful that is. So we have the kitchen and the living room with the fish tank you can hear <laughs> and some records and a record player. 
and a TV that doesn't get turned on very often, and some books. We like having people around for dinner, and it's, you can like kind of cook and chat, and it's quite a sociable, sociable room. If you want to come next door, I'll show you a little. So I, uh, I make electronic music. I used to kind of do it a bit professionally when I was like a student and stuff. A few bits and pieces, and did some like remixes and stuff. But uh, but now I just do it for fun, which is really nice. Keyboards and this kind of crazy thing. This case was made by this guy in Peterborough, which is it's like a modular synthesizer. It's like a really old-fashioned synthesizer, but made in modern times. And it's you patch it all together, and it makes insane sounds. <laughs> I I moved to Cambridge because my girlfriend lives here. I moved in with her, which is really nice. She's a she's a doctor um, who works in yeah one of the local hospitals and moves around a bit as we all do. <laughs> yeah, she's based here. So I'm I'm also a doctor. I'm training. Uh, in public health in London, so it's really easy to get across to North London from from this building. It's really convenient to the train station. <laughs> I guess I always wanted to be a doctor. <laughs> I guess I was good at science, <laughs> so it was an obvious choice. And it's a nice job. You get to spend all day kind of with people, and you know you don't have to really question whether what you're doing is kind of worthwhile. Really, which is quite nice. It's a bit of a luxury. I was working in a few different countries in different hospitals in, I guess, more challenging circumstances than kind of we have here. So dealing with a lot more kind of infectious diseases, dealing with much kind of more pressures on teams and doctors and shortages of staff. And it was interesting, obviously, tough, but it helped me develop a lot of skills. So I'm trained to become a, a public health specialist, basically population health. So it's looking at the health of a population rather than focusing on individual patients so it's looking more at kind of disease patterns analyzing data I'm looking at kind of policies and programs and trying to spend money wisely in kind of reducing the overall health of the population rather than thinking about individuals but it's 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 all operating and certainly at the moment in a period of kind of massive cuts which go far beyond the kind of cuts that the general NHS is seeing which is quite worrying because prevention is much more efficient than, than cure. <laughs> One really interesting thing that happened a few years ago is that public health previously fell under the kind of the umbrella of the NHS and a few years ago it moved into local government, local authorities and I guess one of the key drivers behind that was that it's good to have the public health professionals within local government so that they're not just so focused on the, the health policy but they're also trying to get influence in other policy like kind of urban spaces and transport and these kind of things where perhaps the planners or the policymakers aren't thinking about health. And the idea being that if you can improve that collaboration, you can, can make more kind of positive steps in improving, I guess, city planning. So things like, I'm mentioning like green space, obviously great because it, if this green space is around, people can go and kind of spend some time in there. It's great for exercise, great for children, great for mental health. There's really good evidence to show that and certainly the local government public health departments will be trying to kind of influence these areas for the general good of the population's health, I suppose. I guess as a society, we, we really value individualism and, and therefore often kind of want to protect our personal space and probably that leads to us wanting to hide ourselves away more and thinking that that's kind of a positive thing. If then suddenly you, know, you, you realise you don't actually know anyone it, and you haven't really got anything to do, yeah, it could lead to, it obviously can lead to kind of mental health problems and isn't really healthy for a society either because, you know, what if you're in trouble and you need help, can you call on your neighbour? 
I spent some time living in really open communities, in like, like in Central African stuff, where there's kind of very little privacy and it, there's a really real tight-knit society. And they probably don't put the same value on that kind of individualism and privacy that, that we do. It's, it's pretty seen through quite a different lens. If you've got more elderly people living in kind of places like this, where there's very little opportunity for social contact, it could be a big problem. And loneliness is a huge issue, in especially older people. Not been in any other flats. Obviously peered into the windows a little bit. So I've only been here like a couple of months. So I haven't really had a chance to get to know people. And also I'm in London a lot with work. So I haven't had a really had a chance to get to know people here. And I don't know, maybe I haven't maybe it's a bit more of a closed community, I'm not sure. I guess it's it's not like um it's not like a community where everyone has like a garden or it's all kind of there's corridors and doors so people would normally kind of come in and then go to their place. I'd love to see this green space be used because it's always empty. And I think I've once seen someone sat on a bench down there. Then I've never sat on a bench down there. One of the reasons maybe why I wouldn't go and sit down there is everyone's looking down on you. It's perhaps not the best designed place. Like I wouldn't, if I wanted to go and have a picnic, I wouldn't go and sit down there. And because, yeah, you've got all these kind of windows which are all, you know, very bit dark and it's a bit intimidating really. It's quite pretty. But, yeah. As you know, like Martha's private residence, there's six benches out there, little garden area, people do sit out there in the summer. But yeah, it's not like really a play area, and there's not many people here with actual children, so again, it doesn't get used that much. The two blocks behind us, Red House and Land House, they're like, as they call it, like social housing. So they're totally separate, hence why this whole building, even around the back of the car park, is totally secure. It's got nothing to do with us at all. I think there's a company called Luminous who look after the garden areas and any problems they've got, but no, they've got nothing to do with us. building at the moment. So I'm just here for the week to explore the neighbourhood. Alright. Can I get you to tell me how long you've lived in this building? Three and a half years. And why did you decide to move here? Because the situation I, I found, the situation um, Luminous Group and to ask for some one bedroom flat if possible. But, yeah, I'm renting this flat now. Uh, and what do you think of the neighbourhood? You know, it's absolutely, absolutely wonderful for everything. You know, it's, it's first, it's very quiet, nice place, you know, nice neighbours. I don't know, maybe this local place, my neighbours next door, one and another. It's absolutely wonderful. We had some problem, people who not right, maybe health, not very nice. But now all fixed, all completely done, but no problem if you call, if you said need help, no problem. It's very nice. I know this guy next door, I know we chat sometimes with guy who has two small child, very nice too, and uh, Indian family, very polite, very kind. Absolutely no problem. 
I'm self-employed at the moment, yeah, but my original profession it's a medical, but it's it's my country. <laughs> but now it, this country it's mine. But before I had educated like medical, you know, I need um, certificate, need or study or working because if you study, have no chance pay for flat. If you working, no chance for study for have certificate but it's okay now i'm happy about it. i'm just public service i'm working with old people elderly people this it's all right for me so where, where where's your country where did where did you Lucky. come from mm-hmm. so why did you decide to come to the uk uh, it's my daughter study here in university but need help you know now she finished university she worked in london but it's all right but latvia Wonderful country, but I happy with my daughter, with my uh, partners here. <laughs> partners as English, he he's um, like uh, engineer working here. But I'm Russian nationality, but anyway from Latvia, like Latvia now a citizen, Latvia citizen. I like uh, cooking. It's it's my like. Hobby. <laughs> it's never mind that uh, Latvian, Russian, or English, but English may be a little bit simple uh, cuisine. But anyway, if if my partner English need to do something like pie, Cornish pie, but you know it's uh, like fish and chips. You know he's happy about that. But he is happy about and my um, favorite cuisine, for example, Russian cuisine. I'm a very active person, but now I'm after operation because I had problem with my foot in home now at the moment. I'm not very public person for for out, but sometimes for some celebrate. Last visit to restaurant opposite, very nice posh restaurant. It's alright, but nice food, but very mm. very interesting <laughs> experience. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for visiting. Little bit different. Yes, yeah. okay. Thank you very much. Thank Lucy. you. Nice Thank to you. see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello. 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 I'm from Qatar. Now I have been here actually in this building, Ellen House, maybe eight uh, months. Actually, it's good because I didn't hear like um, a noisy sound uh, from uh, neighbors. Uh, like uh, no teenagers too much here so I think it's nice to live and a quiet place for Cambridge I'm person like uh, 25 years but my soul like 80 <laughs> actually no I am uh, finished my college before like two years ago and now I'm improving my language for um, for my life for my uh, my job also and I use this uh, times uh, it's also for me. It's not like uh, only I focus in uh, English language. Usually I'm a kind of a normal person. Like uh, the small uh, things like maybe make me very happy. Because sometimes like when I call uh, my family or uh, anything of my family doing something for me, it makes me happy also. Qatar is a small country, but it's growing up like uh, with building and they are working hard to do the new streets and when I have been here like for eight uh, months they open like three malls now uh, you know I feel like uh, I have two uh, two places 
I miss it here. If I go to Qatar, I miss UK. If I I am here, I miss uh, Qatar. I live uh, before in Scotland also, so uh, I know how the life is going here, and that's why I I choose the uh, UK. I love these people here, actually, because uh, I feel like uh, even if I am uh, away from my country, but I feel here like the people like friendly. If you need anything. You cannot like be shy to ask, uh, even if you don't know English very well or you know very well. But you can't ask. I will miss my life uh, here. Like uh, I'm free, because uh, there are I have a lot of friends and I have to be like uh, sociable. And sometimes the person he need times. Sometimes I didn't find the time there, <laughs> because in Qatar I should be always be sociable uh, with with people who uh, I live with or I know. We have a traditional life. I've been to uh, the choir last last Christmas. We have a, a lot of uh, similar music translated to Arabic uh, uh, lyrics. My voice is horrible. I just uh, joined with them because I like the Christmas music. I bought it for you. David Bishop. I'm a concierge porter at the Mark House in Hills Road, Cambridge. There's a split shift. Um, I come on at 12 um, and I work from 12 till 9. From 12 until 3 it's just like a handyman. You go around, you look for damages, you look for lights that are not working and you repair any damages. Any scuffs on the wall you wash, it's just keeping general upkeep of the place. From four o'clock until seven o'clock, I sit at this front desk where I'm in a different clothing um, and I meet and greet people and hand out mail. When I left school, I joined the army straight from school. I was in the army for 10 years, and I had young children, and I didn't sort of like society, how things were going, and I thought I could do my bit for the community that I lived in. So I joined my local police. And I enjoy my time in the police, and although it's stressful, and you deal with a lot of things that are not very nice, I enjoyed my time. So, yeah, I thought I did my bit. So it's a bit more relaxed and there's no stress. There's no stress at all. Unless something goes wrong. Beat Bobby, as they were called originally, and then I went into what was called neighbourhood policing, and I was responsible for um, a village um, for quite a long time eight years, nine years. And then I went into CID, so I did specialise towards the end of my career. And I dealt with like community work, 
I was in charge of two um, police, um, you know, the PCSOs as they are, and we worked together hand in hand with council and um, local authority. So anything they they basically dictated to us what their local problems were, and so we would try and solve them that Every day was different. Domestic violence, violence, alcohol, the usual criminal damage, you know, assaults, everything. Even in rural areas there are issues and, you know, drugs gets everywhere. So, there's drugs, there's crime. This is my fourth week and I'm aware that there's four different, what they call cores. There's A, B, C and D. Now each core has a director, which then meet with our company that runs the place. Are they the spokespeople for the people on each core? I don't know. And they have general meetings um, every financial year to basically find out what they're paying for. That's as much as I know. There are some people that know each other. The general view is that people keep themselves to themselves. It's just. They go to work, they come home, and they've got um, a service where their mail is sorted out for them, it's collected, they come and see you, it's dished out, so they feel like they're having a service. And they have laundry collected, you know, we've taken laundry up, we've taken massive parcels up if, if it's too large for them. And I think a lot of the people just want privacy while they're here. Some of them meet in the gym, I suppose but you don't see many using it. Uh, our sister location just across the road, um, which is 131 apartments, and that's very same there as well. Very private people. Hello. radio project about this building and I'm trying to meet okay. some of the people that live here. Well, I'm not sure if I'm a good representative because I'm living here only temporarily for I think two months. And so far I was maybe well, 10 nights in the apartment. I'm working for Microsoft already 11 years and I was recently relocated from the US to the UK. Microsoft is providing me two months of housing, temporary housing. So I have to find something else. There's a furnished apartment here. Uh, my stuff is somewhere on the ocean at the moment. Don't ask me where, but uh, I hope that everything will arrive in a few days. And then, uh, well, I'm in the middle of trying to find something else. I have a short list and the plan is uh, next Friday to have a look to different uh, properties for, for renting. And then hopefully, hopefully I will find something. Where have you come from? Uh, I have the Belgian nationality, but okay. I lived in the US for three years now. Now I'm working for Microsoft Research at the other side of the uh, train station, in fact. Definitely that would be one of my preferences, to find something very close to the train station. Uh, because, yeah, the lab is uh, just uh, at the other side. Compared to what I'm used to, the bedrooms are so small. That is a big difference with uh, what I see in other places in the world. So yeah, this is a little bit, you know, finding something. <laughs> a little bit, how should I say? At the moment I'm on my own. My wife is still living in Belgium. Uh, I have to do nothing. That means they come once a week, uh, cleaning the whole apartment. 
uh, which is easy, <laughs> but that will change, of course. It's quite noisy. Is that uh, the street here? So I think the apartments at the other side of the building are more um, relaxing in a certain way. Hiya. Hey. All right. Yeah. <laughs> In this, in this building alone, I, you know, I wouldn't be able to say if one apartment person goes around for tea and other ones because I, I don't see it. Whereas where I live, we're all in and out of each other's for coffee or whatever, because you know me. And I think it is a lot to do with media. Facebook, you know, people just get on with their work, they come home, they go to bed, they get up, they go to work. They haven't got time to communicate with people. See, the problem is now, you have people in and out at so many different times. Um, I'll be here till seven on the, on the desk, and then I have a break, and then at eight o'clock I do a site patrol sort of thing, uh, checking for any fresh damage, anything, any lights out. Um, and I'm just making sure everything's fine. And then at nine o'clock, I'm gone. And they then wait until half past six in the morning before there's somebody on again. Uh, hopefully by nine o'clock there shouldn't be too many problems. Resident frequency, yes. Tune into your neighborhood's resident frequencies.